With Virgin Media, you can build up the entertainment and tear down the price. Switch to Virgin Media today and get super-fast broadband and TV for just €49 a month for an awesome 12 months. The sale that stacks up. Now on. See virginmedia.ie and check out how our mobile sales stacks up too. T's and C's apply. See virginmedia.ie. 12-month contract. Offer ends 27th of February 2019. Hi, guys. Well, from beautiful fall in Salt Lake City, Utah. Oh, it's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. And coming up today, we're going to talk a little bit about Mormons being gullible. What? No. <laughs> we're going to talk about how you can get rich. Ooh, um, off of Mormons. With your, uh, with, 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 what, with your, uh, absolutely unequivocally not a pyramid scheme. <laughs> That's that's what we're going to talk about. Because they fall for it every time. Oh, the Mormon and and it's uh, uh, there are parallels, my friends. Parallels. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, yeah. What do you got? I have Dan. Yo. Ugh. I've just been having just <laughs> just such a pesky uh, uh, immigrant problem. Dan, yeah, and I need a solution. Oh dear, to the just the, the the immigrants are just everywhere. Have people been picking your crops for low wages? <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to tell you about a product that's been developed in Denmark. Oh, uh, it's an anti-immigrant spray. Oh, wow, um, it's basically a pepper spray. Okay, um, it's called Assel Spray. <laughs> uh, Assel like asylum. Oh, yeah, um, A-S-Y-L. Uh-huh. Uh, not, not, I, I almost called it ISIL spray. And then I was like, well, that's basically the gist of it, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Um, or asshole spray, which <laughs> it sounds like. It's more about the person. Right, yeah. With that name. Yeah. Um, who's doing the spraying. Uh, and uh, nonetheless, uh, this is coming from the right wing uh, political party. uh uh-huh. The Daskerness Party. Mm-hmm. We all know um, about them. Oh, yes. They make wonderful cookies. Those Dansk... <laughs> Dansker... Anyway. Dansker Dukes. Duskerdu. <laughs> I love those canned cookies, though. <laughs> there was one year where the supermarket didn't get them in, like, until just, like, the week before Christmas, and I was complaining to the manager all through December. <laughs> okay. Like, wow. I was so irritated. Yeah. Because I'm like, where are the Danish cookies? Where are the Danish cookies? Meanwhile, we're all on tenderhooks wondering how this spray works. <laughs> <laughs> well, party leader Daniel Carlson uh, said he came up with the idea um, because most pepper spray is actually illegal. In oh, Denmark. sure. And so they've they've kind of snuck this one in. It, it it's not. I guess it's not quite pepper spray, but it will it's it'll like, piss you off if right, you get sprayed right. with it. Um, and uh, he says, frankly, if you spray me with anything, I'll probably get mad at you. I don't like being sprayed with things. You don't like being misted? No, I don't. With water? Not unless I ask for it. What about you know water fights with uh, water pistols? No, 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 no. I don't do that. That's not how I roll. Maybe this is why we're friends, Dan. What's that? I have the exact same aversion. Yeah. That's don't really... don't fucking spray me like. I'm... <laughs> 
all over the place. At Burning Man, people would come up and just like spray me like they're doing me this goddamn favor. I'm like, please don't do that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I understand that it makes you feel cooler. It makes me feel wet, and I don't enjoy it. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, so, guys. So, like, the sprinklers are on in the yard. Do you do everything you possibly can to avoid that one little stream yeah, that's, I don't, like, I don't like that's going to hit your your leg yeah, as you I walk mean, by? Yeah, I mean, it's fine. It's not, I'm not going to die. It's fine. But, uh, yeah, if I can go I around. I the feeling of droplets hitting, like, yeah. my... my oh, it's just I awful. don't appreciate it. That's so funny. I, how have we never connected on that before? <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, the, he, so Daniel Carlson says, I cannot see how it is racist. Pepper spray is illegal here, so we wanted to figure out a way for Danish people, in particular women, to protect themselves <laughs> from immigrants. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't. It's not racist until you say the word immigrant. Yeah. If you say protection spray, yeah, no racism. Apparently, <laughs> uh, you know, there's this, there is sort of this uh, uh, refugee situation happening right now with the syrian refugees yeah right and they're they're they are entering into europe looking for safe places to live right uh new lives because their country has been completely destroyed right uh and it's kind uh, of a you broke it you bought it sort of thing the rest i mean we didn't break it but yeah. we, didn't, we you know we had the it, it's more a sort of uh, wealthy nation just helping out, right? Sort of thing. Right. That's 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 kind of the price we have to pay. And it, right. and it's good to it's do a, that. It's a great thing. It's an important thing. We need to help the refugees. But places like Denmark um, and other places in Europe apparently have been running ads <clears throat> in the Middle East uh, <laughs> saying, "Don't." come here oh you fucking assholes uh where was where did this one go um it might be on this page uh yeah actually that is a quote uh from the <laughs> mayor of a town in hungary who's featured in an advertise in an, in an ad campaign that's running uh in the middle east um the the ad features scary looking men on motorcycles hunting down refugees in a forest uh, what? playing to uh, some dramatic music. Uh, the mayor says, don't come here. Uh, he's featured on a horseback. Um, and uh, he's apparently been hunting refugees. Don't come here and because warning, we're going to kill you? Warning that trespassers who enter the country illegally could go to prison. His voice in, uh, yeah, his voice is uh, apparently is coming in over pictures of high electric fences and police cars. Jesus fucking Christ! Uh, Sweden, which welcomed refugees um, until their public housing uh, ran, ran out, out. Yeah. Uh, started using social media and some vi- posting some videos online um, that warn refugees that the utopia that they dream of is gone. Uh, instead, oh they will be housed in tents and forced to endure... endure Cold Swedish winters, which are depicted by snowy fields and warnings of 12-month-long winters. Is this the Swedish government, or is this just like a group from Sweden? This article, which is popping up on the Religious News Service, uh-huh. uh, and is being presented as a news article, is referring to these as countries that are doing it. Jesus Christ. Not political parties within the group in the country. I mean, it's one thing to be able to to say to the international community, 
I think we've kind of hit our limit. Yeah. Like we've taken in X many people. We uh we we were glad to help them, but we can't do it. But it's another thing entirely to go to people and be like, Hey, I know your house got destroyed and all your neighbors are dead and you don't have any resources to feed and clothe your family. Like, I get that, but on the other hand, it would kind of be uncomfortable for me if you came in here, so fuck you. Don't come. Right. Uh, this we'll, ad, this we'll ad apparently says, you. if you plan to come to Sweden, bring your own tent. Wow. Uh, cool. Um, so the, the assholery is, is strong with these ones. <laughs> uh, I mean, and I, I get in, like... If 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 it, yeah, if it were just the sentiment of like we're running out of resources and we've got lines now and we're doing the best that we can, right? But you're not going to get a house right away. If that's what it is, and they're just trying to spread that as like a you know maybe there's another country that is going to be able to take better care of you, then I guess that's like at least informative. No, but you don't go. Like- you don't go to the refugees. You go to the rest of the fucking international international community, and you guys and you guys all sort out where you're going to put everybody. You don't go to the refugees and be like, no, don't come here. This place sucks. You're going to be miserable here. <laughs> don't no 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 no. You probably Spain is where you want to go. Yeah, the winters are way better. Yeah. Well, you know. Carlson, going back to Daniel Carlson, yeah, uh, he says, uh, we are tackling an actual problem in our society where many Danes feel unsafe. It is a disgrace to Denmark and Europe as a whole that an organization like this is uh, is promoting mass immigration to Europe. He's talking about, I believe, the United Nations. Oh. Um, and it will destroy Europe. We are not saying that migrants are all rapists, but the problem with mass migration is the mass. And because of the mass, it will in time replace the indigenous people of Europe. What he's really saying here, if, if I may interpret my Danish. Danish. He's Danish. Yeah, my Danish is not great, uh, uh-huh. but it's strong enough that I, can, I feel confident in interpreting this. Uh-huh. Uh, We're not saying that they're all rapists, and probably they're rapists at the same rate as Danes, Mm -hmm. but they are way browner than we (laughs) than we prefer here. Uh And uh, we we like a a a nice light pink shade (laughs) to our people, Uh, preferably blondish hair, but golden hue. But we don't hold to that like with you know that's not a law or anything, just a preference. These people are very, very, very brown. Uh, and also, they have different ideas than we do. So yeah. it's very uncomfortable for us. So we will spray them. Yeah. We, we will shoot them with spray. Yeah. Well, speaking of being a dick, uh, <clears throat> I've got a story right here in our backyard, Franklin. Oh? Here in the good old state of Utah. Uh, as you know, uh, more than most, as a matter of fact, Frank. Um, there's a problem with folks in Utah committing suicide. Mm, mm-hmm. We have an issue with that. Yeah, um, very high suicide rate. And recently, a, a young man named Braxton Taylor uh, took his own life. Uh-huh. 19 years old and oh. gay. Oh. Not great things to be in Utah. Right. Combined with each other. Right. <clears throat> uh, so, of course, uh, there was grieving. There was much trouble. And someone posted about her grief on the Facebooks, 
sure you've heard of that. Uh-huh. Uh, and got a reply from a guy uh, who, uh, Jason Christensen, who is a, a candidate for state senate here in Utah, ah. decided he needed to uh, to be a part of this conversation. Express his condolences. Express perhaps. something. Yeah. I don't know about condolences. Mm. Here's what he had to say. No. Um, let me just pull up his little thing here. Yes, this is sad. And hopefully God will have mercy on both sins that this boy committed. Oh. The sins of homosexuality and the sins of murder. Oh, my God. Wow. So... Clueless in perhaps all the ways. The worst possible ways. Like, figure out the worst ways that you can be clueless and the, and the, most, and the, the strongest ways to be a, the worst human. <laughs> and then just, like, combine them and, and do that. Yeah. Somebody, so, so, so then the person uh, on Facebook posted a thing that said, it wasn't murder, it was suicide. Please show some respect. Right. Which, that's the point at which... Someone goes, I'll back off. People are in mourning. Right. That's the point at which a human being says that. Well, yeah, most would not find themselves already that far in. Right, right. But, but if you happen to have fallen into a deep <laughs> hole, the thing that you don't do is start digging. Uh, but the thing that Jason Christensen did was uh, he, wrote, he said, when you take a life, what do you call it? It's still murder. To which the person was like, uh, get off my thread right now. You're being awful. Uh, the quote. Well, and that's all. That, I, that shows an amazing amount of restraint. By right. Yeah. Person. Yeah. Not, the person actually said, get off my thread now. Not able to block you now, but will ASAP. How dare you get the hell off? Oh, wow. Uh, and, then, and then another thing that said, uh, I hope God forgives you. Your judgment, ignorance, and cruelty, you sir, you, sir, are an example of all that is wrong with religion. Which suddenly makes them sound like they're maybe more in our camp. Yeah, okay. Uh, to which Jason Christensen replied... Oh, no. Yeah. First of all, the fact that I just said the phrase, to which he replied, means that he replied. Which, again, wrong! You're doing it wrong! Uh, but no, of course, this is America, where everybody has to have their say... Because of internet and whatever. Uh, yeah. So he said, read the scriptures. Stop denying the scriptures. I do feel bad for him and his sins. Not his family. <laughs> I feel bad for him and his sins. Uh, but one must recognize what's, sin what's sins and what is not. Uh, one must live the gospel of Jesus Christ and not the gospel of the devil. Uh, well, you're doing a fine job, Jason. Well, you know, he fine sounds job. like uh, he'll he'll be in good company up at the state legislature. Oh my god! Because <laughs> it's all just a bunch of dumb fucking idiots <sighs> like this. Oh, and he's got this amazing photo <sighs> for his for which is like he he looks like the smug love child of Louis C.K. and. Oh, I don't know. That guy, the principal from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> you remember? <laughs> oh. Did I nail that description? Yeah, pretty good. He's oh, uh, yeah. he's he's unfortunate. <laughs> um he, he's a dick. Oh. 
What a fucking ass. I don't even know what to say. You don't have to say anything. Like, um, except that, you know what this does? This, I feel like this is an ignorant prick. This is where I, this is what amazes me about this moment in history. I'm going to get wax a little rhapsodic here. Oh, okay. Good. Uh, we, and I see, we see this as we try and moderate the members only lounge. Mm. It's, it's written in very, very, very clear language in our description of our of the members only lounge yeah what the rules are yeah and the rules are you're not allowed to be rude to other members of the members only lounge it's as simple as that it's a community first it is not a place uh first first and foremost it is not a place for your opinion to matter to everybody else right the first place it is, the first thing it is is a community where we stick together Okay. Where we support one another. Okay. And we can have disagreements, but they have to be respectful. Right. This should not be hard. Right. This should not be difficult. People can't do it. Yeah. We're in a time when like, and I, and I, to some extent, this is, this is privilege. This is what privilege looks like. Yeah. You often white male, white privilege or male privilege or white male privilege or straight white male privilege, like all combined together to the point where, wait. My opinion's supposed to mean more to you than your opinion is means. Or my opinion, you know, or or the or then there's the reaction to the privilege, which is, no, you don't see how privileged you're being, so you have to hear me, and my opinion matters the most. So fuck you. And then it's like it's like, no, both of these answers are wrong. You're in a fucking community. Disagree. Great. Respectfully. And if you can't do that, why the fuck not? What's the matter with you? Well, and people should know when to just not, no matter what their just opinion stop. is, that sometimes, you know, th- there's a there's a, a there's a setting for this Nimrod to say that homosexuality is a sin. Yes, there's a setting for that. Unfortunately, there is a setting for that. Well, but there and is he has one. every right and to believe that. He can believe that. Whatever. And he has every right to say it. But you need to understand, perhaps, that there that there are moments and there are times and places when that that sentiment you can restrain it. Yeah. And it's fine. You don't have to say you're, that thing. You're not on some holy mission no. to say that awful thing whenever an opportunity presents itself. Right. Your opinion about a certain situation right. is not more important than the feelings of a grieving family. Yeah. Like, it's just not ever. Yeah. Show up to their house and say that. Right. That should be just the question that you ask yourself I, when you post online. That's a Westboro Baptist moment he's having. Yeah. You, you, you just, just show up to their yard and yell it at their house. Right. Would you? You know? Yeah. Would you go up to the door and ring the bell and say it? Like, like, come on, people. Go Hell, go to the funeral and say it. Yeah. Go to the funeral. That seems like a perfect opportunity. Plenty of people who would, you know. A captive audience. You just go right up to that pulpit and you just tell them. Yeah. Yeah. And look in their eyes and see what they think. Yeah. I'm sure that they're with you. Even yeah. if they agree with you, fucking dickhole, don't just... Have any amount of human decency. All right. Well, there's a actually there's a really good chance that this kid who was gay and killed himself 
His parents probably agree. His with parents him. probably agree with that asshole. Right. Yeah. That's why the kid killed himself. Yeah. He like did not. Yeah. Because I mean, it's not universal. I. It's, it's not, not universal. There are also cases of kids with accepting parents. Right. Who who can't handle the social pressures that they're growing up? Teenagers in. kill that themselves. Nasty sometimes. high school that they go to where they're bullied, right? And it's awful. And they're the they're the the queer kid at their school. And even though they go home and they have a warm, loving space at home, they still have to deal with the fact that they go to, you know, Bountiful High. But that's by far the less usual narrative. It happens plenty. But we know. But, but we, you're right. It is less. It's probably less common than the other one. I mean, and and I, and it could have been, of course, a combination of both. But nonetheless, these situations are really complicated, and there's you don't you don't you don't fucking know, you stupid prick. Yeah, you know, it's not that's not even your conversation to be a part of. Yeah, go have that conversation with your friends and family. Yes, indeed. Anyway, let's move on. Okay, Dan. Yeah, what do you got? Okay, well, <sighs> Billy Graham. Billy Boy! Billy Graham yes. Evangelic Association. Have you ever heard of that? Uh, I mean, I'm not, I, I don't name check it regularly, but I assume that I know what it is. It's one of the most famous Christian organizations out there. They're big. Billy Graham, big. folks. The, the Graham uh, dynasty. Yeah, well, they've, been, they've been filing, apparently, as a non-profit all these years. With their tax stuff? Yeah, all their tax stuff. Filing okay. with the IRS. As a nonprofit. Uh, yeah, they file their little Form 990. Oh, wait. Not as a religion. Not as a religious group. Oh. Right? Because they're not a church. That's they're not a in, church. Right. They're just, they're a nonprofit. They're right? a religious organization. And so they were doing it right. Mm hmm And they were, uh, you know, had a, a lot of transparency. Sure. Because of that. Because they're, they were just a public nonprofit. Uh, which means that they, you know, nonprofits, they're technically owned by the people. Yeah. You know, uh, they are a, a public trust. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and, the, and, and with that comes this, uh, annual, um, well, you kind of have to put yourself through an annual audit. Right. And you have to prepare this 990 form, which takes a lot of time and energy and effort like right. it's a lot of fucking work if you're a large organization and you've got to, to sort of that document you've got to reveal what all of your uh top brass makes in terms of salary you've Absolutely. got like all of that stuff has to be just out in the open yeah well that's no good anymore oh. for for the billy graham <laughs> evangelical association of course not uh or evangelic association oh make sure i get this name right yeah uh no, they are going to start filing now as an association of religious, where was it? It was something totally, totally bullshit sounding. Association of churches. Oh. Is what they're going to call course. themselves now. Of course. Uh, which means they now get to hide if they want to. Yeah. They don't, they, have, they don't have to tell you jack shit about their finances. No matter what, they don't have to have all of this like lengthy process that they put themselves through every year right. to scour through their books and make sure that everything's hunky-dory and the IRS can't really see what they're doing anymore. Can't even ask. And they just get to go and do and be and not have anybody ask Boo about it. I am so shocked. I'm calling foul. I'm shocked. And I and I mean shocked. This isn't me 
pretending to be shocked for humor's sake. Genuinely shocked that it's taken them this long. Because <laughs> let me tell you something. I'm yeah. Billy Graham. That's the first thing I do. Yeah, no kidding, right? I well, say, how, I, no, how no, many no, no, churches no, 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 do no. I have to be associated with before I don't have to pay ta- before I don't have to tell anybody about my financial dealings? Here's the thing about Billy Graham. Yeah. I mean, whatever he stood for, that's one thing, right? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it was just good PR, but I always feel like Billy Graham was the real deal. Really? Huh. Yeah. I, I like, know nothing about that. He man. was famous and he spoke in front of a lot of people and he was a religious teacher and, you know, he said what he said and he believed in things that I don't believe in and I disagree with right. in general, uh, you know, clearly. Uh, but he seemed like he came from like a decent old school huh. of, of how to do things, right? Well, I sure do like and, his crackers. Uh, I don't know. And again, that might, I might just, I haven't looked around enough, maybe whatever, but this is not him. No. This is the next generation. Yeah. He's like 411 years old. Is he still alive? His successors, uh, his children. Um, well, no, he's 97. Oh, wow. Uh, but it's run by Franklin Graham, who we know is an asshat. Yes, that dude is a bullshit machine. Yes. But Billy Graham, I don't know. You, you're going to give it to him? Again, maybe it's just sort of, you know, that... that he, he was marketed well? I, he was marketed well, and he said his shit in a time that it didn't have the same way of getting around. And right. I wasn't... At when he was really big, I wasn't paying that close of attention because sure. I was just a little kid, you know. But, like, yeah, his son is... He never started a fucking piece of shit. Food storage company. Right, right. I know. Who knows? Maybe he did. Maybe he did. Maybe he did. I have no clue about, <laughs> about the man. But it's remarkable Except that, that you he's love still him around. so dearly. I, Except Billy that you... Gra- Billy. You want to give to his... Billy Graham. Charitable organization. Well, I would have if they'd been transparent. Yeah, but now Missed I don't know. That opportunity. I don't know where that money's going. <laughs> no, I mean clearly it's all religious and bullshit and right. blah blah blah. But you're right. How did it take him so long? Yeah, uh, seems like a no-brainer. Yeah, that's an easy one. That's that is why <laughs> you and I even explored the idea of like, what if TGIA was a religion? Yeah, just so that we don't have to pay the files, fucking files taxes and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Your house here, Dan, could be a rectory. It is a rectory. Rector? Damn near killed her. It's a rectory joke. It's a little... Anyway, I'm going to move on to India. Uh, Land of enchantment, I believe, is their state motto. No, that's that's Arizona. New Mexico. New Mexico. Yeah. India is uh, is a country in Southeast Asia. I don't know if you know that. Uh, Do they have a motto? They They do have a motto. And that is, uh, we can't decide on things. Oh. I don't know. Okay. I don't know what their motto well, is. T- okay. Here's, here's, but here's an interesting thing that's happening. Um, as you know, uh, India has traditionally had a, a caste system, a system of, uh, mm. especially within Hinduism, mm. there's this system where like, you're born into a family, and that family is of a certain 
social order. Yeah. And you don't get to change that. That's, you know, you can't aspire to be the bad, the higher order. You have to <sighs> m- marry within your group. Yeah. And yeah, you, you know, you have to, you have to stay put. You have to be good. Yeah. Uh, and there's, you know, different groups. There's the, the, the priestly class, which is the Brahmin. They're at the oh, top. Indeed, yeah. They're the tipsity, topsity people. Oh, yes. You well, can't. Wonderful. Yes. And here's the thing. When I was in India, it was interesting because there was very clearly this very mixed message that happens mm-hmm. because Gandhi abolished the caste system. Yes. And they'll tell you that. And they'll be like, yeah, that's done. So it no longer exists. And then they'll tell you, oh, yeah, but we still do it. <laughs> like, it's so present. It's so you so... have to marry someone from the right cast. Right. You have and there's, to... like, a very occasional thing where, like, you can go, like, one level down, but they're, like, at the top of their level, and maybe you're at the bottom of your level or whatever. Like, every now and then, but it's like, ooh, look at how dangerous they're being. <laughs> right. Naughty. Right. But, like... There's still, and at, of course, at the bottom of this, so there's like, yes, there's the priests, and then there's the warrior class or whatever, yeah. and then and then there's the, like, merchant class, and then there's yeah. the labor class, ah. and then that's all because we don't talk about the untouchables, oh. the Dalits. Oh, uh, they're, okay. They have not, a name. Not Daleks, which are, which, which are the uh, bad robots in Doctor Who, but... Dalits, Dalits, I don't know how to pronounce it, uh, in part because you can't even go near them to ask, uh, because they are literally considered the untouchables. It is crazy. There, there, There's this class of people there who theoretically you're not even supposed to touch. So what do they do? Or historically, what was like their jobs? purpose? Yeah. What would- you know, it's interesting. So things like uh, cleaning, uh, like toilets and stuff. Okay. Or uh, I know that one of so one of the interesting things is that when I was uh, on a, you know, on a on a little boat on the Ganges, uh-huh. um, sort of you know exploring Varanasi, which is one of the the holiest of cities in uh, in India, if you're a Hindu, mm-hmm. uh, there there's there's a couple of families there that make a tidy tidy living. Uh huh. Uh, cremating people's bodies. Oh, interesting. Uh, they, you know, they're the ones that they've got, they've got all the the wood ready and they just all day long, they cremate. And then, and this is great. Uh, if you ever want a drink in India, they dump the ashes right into the river and your, your, you know, your loved ones float away on the Holy river and you're, and they become pollution. So that's nice. Um, but yeah, so, so like, that's an example of untouchable class people actually making a really tidy living wow but that's that's wild you would never let your daughter marry one right sort of thing right right right. well a solution is becoming more and more popular to this little conundrum because like it's so funny from a from an american perspective you look at that and you just go oh no fuck that just like move to a different town and tell everybody you're brahmin you know what i mean like change your name Move to a different town and like, or like, you know, just do anything other than accept that as your family fate. Right. Well, they don't do that, but they do have uh, this lovely uh, new thing that's happening. They're converting to Buddhism. Okay. Which uh, just leaving Hin- Hinduism like- is out. What the fuck has Hinduism done for me lately? 
and they're converting to Buddhism. No. Yeah. Which makes total sense to me. Like, wow. get the fuck out of that. Okay. So, yeah, some... Uh, is it, does it work? Like in July, so so uh, the story that I read talks about how uh, in July, and I think we may have talked about this on the show, some uh, upper caste men publicly flogged a group of the un- of untouchables uh, in uh, for without, on without the, touching them on suspicion of slaughtering a cow. Oh, which okay. they're not allowed to do, right? Um, and so one of the uh, one of the family members of one of these people that got flogged was like, hmm. You know what is interesting about that? Fuck all of this. Hmm. I'm out. And uh, and wow. and so now there are these big, like, forty thousand people ceremonies to fucking switch over to Buddhism. No way. Yeah. How does that work? How do you like mass convert to something? Yeah, I don't know. It, but Lord knows, it seems like I would want to do that. If I were looking around and I was like, oh, I'm untouchable, but if I just say, nope, I'm Buddhist now, folks can touch me? You know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh. That, 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 yeah, that gets filed away in the, that same file of how did this not happen sooner? Right? Like, how did it take one person just going, uh, wait a sec here? Well, I mean, I think, I think as, we, as we look at all religion, mm-hmm. uh, which is something that you and I do, we have a show about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As we look at religion... All of it has parts that you just look at the people in it and you go, why, why are you subjecting yourself to this? Why, why are you allowing them to control you in this way? It clearly hurts you. Uh-huh. But I think that there's something about religion that like people like, these are my tribe. This is what I was taught from birth. This uh-huh. is, uh, you know, I've been warned that if I leave it, uh, you know, there will be spiritual consequences of some sort or other. So I think that, you know, there's this sort of Stockholm Syndrome thing that happens. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. But hooray for the people who are like, fuck it, I'm out. I think that's amazing. I like Buddha now. I mean, is it, and it's probably also just that whole, the reach of modernity, the reach of information. Yeah. Seeing that more and more and more that the the bullshit that they've lived in doesn't have to be the bullshit that they live in. Right. Exactly. That they, that they... That there there might be a way out. There yeah, might be something different for them. I think that's amazing. I mean, that's that's small town America. That's being a gay kid in America. Totally or anywhere. Where you know. where yeah, fifty years ago there was no hope. There was no hope. Yeah. And then twenty years ago, somebody jumped onto the internet and was like, "Wait, you're gay too?" In a small town. Yeah. Oh, here's how it feels for me. How does it feel for well, you? I mean, yeah. I mean, the small towns that took movies and TV. Right. Exactly. You know? And and forums helped, I'm sure. But then then after there was like an idea that they could glom onto, then they could find each other. Right. You know. Right. So, so there you go. Indians finally uh, getting their getting their shit together. I like yeah. it. Well, here's uh, another crazy. How did it happen? And why did it not get fixed sooner? Uh-huh. Story. It seems to be a theme today. Sure. Uh, so you know about the whole. Y- you're aware of the National Cathedral in Washington, D.C., right? I'm aware of it. I've never been oh, to it. but okay. Yes. It's a lovely building. Sure. Uh, started construction on it back in 1907. Did you know that? No. Uh, and uh, they didn't really say that it was finished until 1990. <laughs> Can you believe it, Dan? That's some, that, that's some Sagrada Familia shit yeah. right there. 
Well, in the middle of all of that, about 1953, yeah, a group of uh, daughters of the Confederacy. Oh dear. Uh, well, they kept they kept asking for a uh, stained glass window to go in. Oh, that had well two of them actually with Confederate flags. Oh, uh, oh, oh dear. So up until uh, just uh, just a couple weeks ago, I believe <laughs> uh, there was a conf- two Confederate flags. In this nice Episcopal church in Washington, D.C. In stained glass. In stained glass. Because that's how we want to think of... Yeah. Well, I mean, it's... And these windows, they still do honor uh, General Lee and Stonewall (laughs) Jackson. Uh, That's still still there. These windows are about states' rights. They're not about... (laughs) They're just about states' rights. They're... It's not about slavery. Well, I mean, uh, yeah. So anyway, um, instead of making a big deal about it, yeah, uh, some members of the church board, together with a uh, an artisan, yeah, show a, up. A glassman, glassman, show up. Look at the windows in question. Say, pop that out. Put in a piece of red or blue. <laughs> Pop that one out, put in red or blue, and let's just be done with this. And, and Homeboy was just like, yep, and we're done. Completely unceremoniously. Nice. They, the, in fact, the uh, communications director of the church did not even know that it was happening oh, until wow. after it happened. Wow. Because they did not want this to be a thing. They didn't want they it to be a media circus. wanted it fixed. Right. Which I think... There's something to be said about that, because what had happened was this issue started getting raised. Why are there Confederate flags? Why are there Confederate flags in those windows? Right. This is not acceptable. You know, we're Episcopalians, for Christ's sake. And that is a symbol of hatred. And that's a symbol of hatred. So what had what had started was a conversation that was actually being curated within the church. Right. um, About race. Right in america and race relations in america and these board members saw that that was a really good thing that this conversation had started and wanted absolutely no attention whatsoever about the fact that they were just going to fix the window real quick because they didn't want to derail the discussion okay i mean one the the opposite argument could be made that it could be used as a as a conversation point to start a larger discussion. Well, they didn't keep it completely hushed up. No. Okay. I mean, like they didn't want a media circus surrounding the event. Now, granted they're still talk there. This has got talked about Dan. Yeah. Right. Like the media has, has found it. I saw a few links around for this story this morning. Right. Uh, so it's not like they kept it completely under wraps. Um, but they just didn't want it to be a moment. They didn't want the right. attention one way or the other. And I, I don't know. I think I think there's a little bit of merit in that. Here's a, kind of quietly going about and getting the right thing done. Good. And just just doing it. Yeah, I I I would like uh I I would like to issue, by the way, a a statement, a, a challenge to our listeners. Oh. Uh if right now you have uh your fingers are getting itchy to send us an email that has the word battle flag in it that has the word uh not racist in it 
if, if you're going to defend why that flag is actually, why we're off base for saying that that flag is a symbol of racism, mm. I don't send that email to us because we will disagree with you. Rather, <laughs> rather vociferously. Uh, anyway, I, that was just a, a public service announcement. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But that's amazing. And why? Why is why? They, why are the uh, Confederate generals also uh, uh, depicted? I guess this is part of history because of the daughters of the Confederacy. Yeah, I mean it's the Can National just... Cathedral. I actually looked up like why is it the National Cathedral? Like why is this a thing? Well, apparently when L'Enfant mapped out Washington D.C. right, right back in the 1700s, this is the city planner, the city Pierre L'Enfant. Yeah. And uh, he left a little spot where that was uh, a plot that was for a church of national importance Mm. or whatever, right? Like something along those lines. Uh, That's where, like, there's something Smithsonian that sits there now. Sure. It was like the portrait museum or something like that. I can't remember which one Much better. Much better choice. Much better. Uh, But in the 1800s, the discussion kept coming up of... Well, what are we going to do about this whole national church thing, this national cathedral, blah, right. blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, so apparently they got the land initially uh, from an act of Congress or something like that. Oh. Uh, and uh, But the thing was built with private money and it operates with private money and it's, it's not funded by the government. But there was this desire for there, for there to be this national cathedral interesting right? that it's the 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 that it's uh uh what's the word episcopalian yeah well it's the one that anglican. does anybody have any problem with it right does anybody have a beef with the anglicans i mean really only other anglicans yeah i mean who, who cares it's yeah. anglican right i agreed i think it is interesting i don't i didn't a national cathedral maybe we'll find maybe someday we'll have a national um, not cathedral. Not cathedral. A There's national, a bunch of those. Actually. Maybe we'll, maybe someday religion will will be gone and that will become the national pretty building. Wouldn't that be nice? But I do think you know. I think that the the whole thing is there is this desire because it is this national thing, right? right? Even though it's sort of pseudo, it's not official, right? Mm. Uh, it's not officially national. It's just it is sort of fits in this weird space. Uh huh. Uh, that, yeah, there's a lot of history that, that, that they want to connect to and, uh, and it's supposed to be a celebration of both God and America. Uh-huh. Wow. We don't have enough of that. Uh, and, uh, but nonetheless, yeah, yeah, you ask why were these people celebrated? Well, maybe they argued that it was just a moment in history. Here's, here's and, what I'm going to, and it's not like the daughters of the Confederacy have ever, you know, <laughs> Really been yeah, anyway. I I'm gonna I'm gonna start a fund to uh to just change since they've already changed the windows a little bit and just taken out the 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 flags. Yeah, I'm gonna start a fund to change it just slightly more, and uh and put in uh into the generals' hands these Confederate generals' hands just a little document uh where they are uh uh, uh surrendering. Oh, just, yeah, just that. Yeah. That's yeah. all I need. Yeah. By the way, I looked up. I, I, I'm on the uh, cathedral.org, their website. If that's what they got. Uh-huh. That's I would just like to point something out to you. Okay. Under architecture and history, 
uh, under the t- the architecture and history tab, uh-huh, yeah. uh, under the architecture sub tab, you can get the, here are the, here are their headings: special features, facts and figures, Darth Vader, Lee Jackson windows. Wow, is it Darth Vader window? Darth Vader. I'm not even gonna look it up. I just love that it's there. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but yeah, Darth Vader's apparently <laughs> part of this whole thing. I'm gonna move on because uh, we're. Yes, uh, so, have you heard of the game chess? No. It's, it's, it's the game of, the, it's a gentleman's game. Mm. Only it's not. Also, girls can play. Did you know? I don't know oh. if you knew that. It's also kind of a street game in some places. That's right? true. Yeah, anybody can play chess. It's, it's, it's a game of strategy. Uh, here's the thing about it. Uh, there are chess tournaments, competitions all yes. over the world. Yes. Uh, and the top players come to these competitions to compete ag- one against the other. Ooh. The next one, or one of the next ones, causing a little controversy. A little Why? controversy. Okay. Um, as the, uh, it will be taking place in, so strange, Iran. Don't know oh. why they chose Iran. Well, it's um, a Middle Eastern game. Sure. Great. It came from, I think it came from Persia. Maybe, maybe. There's a problem, though. Uh, provenance of the game notwithstanding, uh-huh. uh, the ladies will be required to wear hijabs. Okay. They're, Not okay. They're, they're in, you know, when in Rome, Dan. Not okay. When, when, when in Tehran. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, no, when in Tehran. You are required uh-huh. to wear the thing, yeah. but you shouldn't be required to go to Tehran to play chess. Uh, and Nobody's required them to do anything. <laughs> right, right. Well, so the, uh, the governing body of, of chess it uh, is a dick move. Uh, is in a lot of hot water, as there are plenty of Western women not interested in, uh, in like, you know, looking like they're a part of your stupid religion or acquiescing to yeah, yeah, the demands that's required. of yeah, your I mean, bullshit religion. The, actually, the expression when in Rome, it's more sort of a <clears throat> an optional joining in. Right. When that's in Rome. the spirit of it. Yeah, exactly. You know, if, well, if you're in a place, when in Rome, join in, yeah. uh, it will make things more fun. Not you're required yeah. to do X, Y, I actually used that expression recently, uh, or at least within the last couple months, uh, when in Boise, mm. uh, at, uh, the, uh, what was it? Basque days. Oh, right. Sure. And there was a, uh, a beverage, uh, the Calimoto, I think was what it was called. And it's, uh, one of those red wine and Coca-Cola. Yeah. Mixtures. Sure. And I was like, that well, sounds- and I actually said it to the woman, well, when in Rome <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. Although, if you actually did drink that in Rome, you would be probably shot and pilloried. I mean, they do it in parts of Spain too. Like, it's not that. <laughs> like, it's a thing that's done. That's what's weird. How was it? Calimocho, maybe, is what it was called. Um, you know, there was nothing wrong with it. It wasn't <laughs> offensive in any way. I don't. I wouldn't want it. Yeah. It tasted a little bit like wine and a little bit like Coke. It was really strange. That is strange. It was just kind of, it sweetened it up. Yeah. You know, I could see being like a kid, being like a, you know, teenager and that that would be kind of a thing. 
yeah. you know, your and, entree. And sure, wine. sure. Okay, so when I'm, in Rome, I'm gonna, or when in this I, case, when in Boise. If you don't mind, I'm going to get back onto this story though. So when in Tehran, when in Tehran, uh, yeah. So yeah. First of all, there's it's like, hey, come and participate in our sexism, which is awesome. Yeah. Although I have to say, I think it's bizarre that there's a women's that there's female chess and male chess. Why aren't they playing against each other? What the hell's that all you about? You see, well, Dan, women have a diminished... <laughs> a smaller brain. Uh, ...capacity. Right. It wouldn't be fair no. to have a woman play against a man. Uh, <laughs> I, with mean, a, I mean, with a full-sized brain? With a, yeah, it seems... seems. I think I think we all know that probable. Anyway. Very <laughs> poor thing, you know. So... That is weird, Dan. Don't look for... Don't look for... Uh, there's a series of women that you won't... If your favorite chess player isn't at the World Chess Championships in Iran in 2017, don't be surprised. How or why could that be a thing? What? The They're, okay, separating wait, 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 the, gen- wait, 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 the sexes? Wait, 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 wait. This is totally fucking sexist. Yeah. On their part. Like, completely sexist. Right. No wonder they had no... The president of the damn thing didn't even think twice... Right, exactly. ...about going to a sexist country. Right, like, like, yeah, it didn't occur to them, like, maybe check in with the women before we, uh, b- b- before we book this. Is everybody going to be okay with this? They, no, they didn't even check no, in. No, of course not. Because, no, because the women are secondary. You're right. None of the men want to ever lose to a woman, <laughs> clearly, right? So they keep it divided. Well, we let them tag along, I'm sure, is their attitude. Yes. Well, you know they play well for girls. Yeah. So let's let the, let's see what they do too. <laughs> I think it's crazy. I think, I'm actually more outraged about that, right? Than I am about the the, the, the prospect thing. that you know you go to Iran and you'd have to wear a hijab. I'm equally I'm outraged. Actu- well, I'm outraged about that. That's <laughs> that's fine. But I'm more outraged that this organization is it okay? Uh, surely. Women and men can play against each other. I don't know. It's not. Yeah. If it's like weightlifting. Okay, cool. Have it be separate. Right. Yeah. Right. That makes sense. Right. But this isn't a sport, ladies and gentlemen. There's nothing physical about this. Yeah. Except, well, I guess they do have to pick up the piece and move it. Well, and tap that little uh, timer thingy. So, yeah. Do they have different chess boards for women? They're slightly maybe smaller pieces. Slightly smaller and uh, and easier to lift. Yeah. Pink <laughs> pieces are yeah. Instead of black and white, the pieces are yeah, the pieces are pink and pink white. and and a lovely. They're blush and bashful. Two very different shades of pink. All right. If you guys have anything you want to contribute to this conversation, uh, I'm sure you do. Please go ahead and write into us. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, go to the Facebook page. Facebook.com slash TGI Atheist. And while you're on Facebook... You can search for our little closed group called the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It's awesome. We'll let you in. Yeah. Obey the rules when you get there. (laughs) That's our only request. Daniel. Yes, sir. Uh, we, We have something to play. Oh? 
Yeah. Do you remember what it is? Yes, I do. Because I, I don't think you sent me the link. I didn't. In no, point of fact, it's uh, rude of you. It's it's a patty break, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, he's back. He's back. He's finally. back from the dead. We've had a bit of a dry spell from old from old <laughs> Pat Robertson. He's he hasn't been spouting his crazy with the regularity uh, to which we have become so well, accustomed. But Dan, it gave us a good little dry run for his actual death. It's once true. he's gone, we know we that, now know that we can get by. That we'll survive. <laughs> Uh, his, his having left us. Uh, but in the meantime, there's some gold. Gold, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, it is out there. Um, let's see. Let's just play it. Here we go. Cat. This next one is from Diane, who says, Every year I let my teenage son go with friends to a Halloween event at a local theme park. I just learned that they have a haunted house based on Satan and demons. Apparently there are girls in suggestive demon outfits selling drinks, techno music, and even a demon DJ who encourages people to dance. I know my son is a good boy, and he will be disappointed if I don't let him go. How can I make him understand that keeping him away is the best thing for him? Well, you've got to tell him the truth. I mean, explain to him who the devil is. Explain to him the devil wants to destroy you. The devil, you know, seeks who he may devour. He's out to kill you. And he's going to put everything nice in your way that's going to seem like fun. There's pleasure in sin for a season. But the answer is, mother, don't let your babies grow up to be demon worshipers, if I can quote from Willie Nelson. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. don't, don't let them do it. I mean, you know, that's just the way it is. And you say, look, no, I'm sorry. Or better than that, there needs to be alternative Halloween celebrations in churches where they have all the games and all the fun and all the nice pretty girls and all the handsome boys and all that. They all come together and they're praising the Lord instead of worshiping Satan. But Halloween has become a night when the devil rejoices. All right. The devil rejoices. He does not like Halloween. No. No, he loves it because it's a. T- here's here's what's brilliant about Halloween for a guy that's like a religious, uh, I, or the, that's like running a religion. Okay. What's brilliant about Halloween is that uh, if uh, is it it's so much fun, uh-huh. and then I can make you feel shitty about it. And if I can do that, it's the same. It's like with masturbation. It's like this awesome thing that I'm going to make you feel shitty about. And then you're going to keep doing it every year. And then I'm yeah. going to make you feel shitty. And you're going to give me money because you feel ashamed. That's that's just how that's how this works. I just love, I want I, I kind of want to go to this party, whatever it is. Like, it sounds great. There's a there's a demon making you dance you, yeah well <laughs> encouraging you to dance. encouraging you to dance which of <laughs> course if you are like oh i don't know maybe southern baptist is t- a terrifying prospect he's encouraging dancing who would have who you know i always thought the djs were okay but now i've heard that they encourage dance and techno music right and and girls in suggestive demon outfits Sounds good to me. Ooh. Although, you know. Selling drinks. Uh-huh. I wonder what kind of drinks they're selling. It's probably juice. Yeah. It's nothing. No. (laughs) I want to go. I actually want to go to to Patty Boy's alternative party, too. That sounds like fun. Hot people there. Apparently all the. the, Attractive girls. Attractive boys. Yeah. Who who doesn't want to go there? Spike the punch and let's have a party. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, we did have some folks write into us, uh, and uh, I'm going to now read from the epistle of Jay oh, to, to to the people of Dan and Frank. Uh-huh. Uh, I wasn't going to write this email until I heard Matt pop up on two different shows, Cogdis and TGIA. Uh, Matt is a liberal ex-Christian in Texas with a CJ. He means criminal justice. We don't all use that particular uh, truncation, Mm, mm -hmm. but yes. Uh, With a criminal justice degree, and he is concerned about entering law enforcement. Okay. I just hit my sixth year with a large department in North Texas, and I deconverted about two years ago from Christianity and parted with my conservative, bigoted values. Mm, Okay. Congratulations, by the way. That's fantastic. That's amazing. It's got to be that much harder to do in fucking Texas. Yeah, but what a... Just, just what a weight off, what I a load know. off your shoulders. I know. Just the just being able to walk around freely. Yeah, it's uh, not. It, it can't be easy though. And I'm proud of you for doing it. Good yeah. job. All right. Uh, you don't need to be a diehard Christian, he says, and a conservative to be a police officer. I don't go out of my way to hurt people and ruin li- lives in my job, which is patrol. I answer 911 calls. Most of my arrests are for domestic violence or what Texas law refers to as an a pow. A-P-O-W-W. How are you supposed to pronounce that? A pow! Which sounds, in, which sounds maybe a little, uh, a, a little insensitive to the victims of a pow! It's not kerpow. <laughs> it's kind of kerpow. I feel like I'm in a bit of... I, I feel like the, uh, the Texas state law enforcement might, be, uh, might, might think that they're in a, the old Batman TV series. I'm just saying. Uh, which is te- technically... A mentally ill individual who is experiencing uh, suicidal or homicidal ideation. Oh, okay. Okay, well, that sounds nicer. Yeah, uh, Dan. To a hospital. Did you even realize what you were making fun of? A pow! <laughs> do you read these first, Dan? Of course I do. <laughs> I just like saying it. Okay, it's just, all right. And it's all capitalized. I can't help it. It's in all caps. Well, yeah, you must yell anything that's all caps. Right. I'm, my hands are tied here, Clearly. Frankly. Uh, He says, on occasion, I will catch a robber or a burglar. The best police officers can talk and reason with people. He says, it is always better to talk than fight because a fight can get you can get you and your partners hurt. Yeah. I use force rarely. Hmm. My most frequent use of force is stacking weight on a person experiencing excited delirium from PCP or crack so that we can get so that we can get that person safely into an ambulance and to the hospital for treatment. Oh. He says, you can be a liberal and an atheist and be a law enforcement officer. In fact, other than the occasional box of Bibles donated to the station from the local churches, most of which end up under unstable table legs, religion and conservative (laughs) values are not central to law enforcement. Anyway, yeah, he's encouraging uh, Matt to, uh, to 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 go out there and do it. Uh, well, right I, on. I, and I'm going to awesome. encourage people not to send the same emails to my show, to our show, as to other shows. To your show, you know, Dan. Well, I corrected myself. <laughs> Just saying. <clears throat> We're not all the same show. No. They've we, got their own thing going on over there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just... And they're delightful. Yeah. So I'm just, I, don't, I'm just, I would never... I can't, I can't possibly understand why you would listen to them <laughs> for how charming and delightful and they are. And fun they are, yeah. 
Anyway, uh, there you go. Uh, great. I think that that's fine. Thank you, Jay. Uh, we also had David write in from Orlando. Um, Frank and Dan. Hello, Frank and Dan. A week and a half ago, my partner injured his cervical spine. He was unable to walk or use his hands. Jesus, that's scary. Yeah. Uh, he was transported to a very large hospital in Orlando, a religiously inclined hospital, which is becoming more and more common in the U.S., the first thing you see when you arrive is three or four is a three or four story tall religious mural and posters and signs talking about God and prayer. <laughs> Even in my partner's room, the computer screensaver constantly flips through spiritual quotes. Dear God, gross. Uh, I have been surrounded by that imagery every day. It's like brainwashing. When the neurosurgeon said that they ran some tests on my partner's nerves and they were not receiving any signals. And everything looked so grim. Me, a person who has been an atheist for over 30 years, was ready to look anywhere for help. I even found myself thinking, if you exist, we need help. Mm. I felt sick to my stomach as soon as that thought crossed my mind. Don't feel sick to your stomach. You were desperate. Yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah. You're allowed to have, like, like, it's not unclear why that's a comforting thought. Mm. You're allowed to do that. Anyway, after a six-hour surgery... And a grim report from the surgeon, the waiting game began. I am happy to say that my partner in just a few days seemed to be on the road to recovery. He is slowly walking farther each day, and he is also regaining use of his hands. Oh, wow. That's amazing. I am thankful that this doctor has dedicated his life to understanding and treating these injuries. Yeah. When I asked about the nerve test, he said, your partner has a very high... This, by the way... This next paragraph, I do read these. This next paragraph is just bragging, but I'm going to let him do it. Okay. Uh, uh, when I asked about the nerve test, he said, your partner has very high muscle mass, so it's possible that the signals we sent were not strong enough to travel through the body. My partner's very muscular, and he, he has been lifting weights most of his life. Oh, wow. Well, congratulations, David. <laughs> you got a hottie. <laughs> we get it. It's cool. Um. My friends have taken this as a way to challenge my beliefs or lack thereof. I have been getting comments such as, I know you don't believe in prayer, but how do you explain his recovery? It was all of our prayers. Do you know, uh, do you know who has been on my, on, by his side every day? Me. Do you know who fixed his spine? The doctor. You know who's been working so hard to re on regaining mobility? My partner. The whole experience has been very upsetting. I can imagine that. Yeah. Uh, and I am looking forward to putting this all behind us. Keep up the good work, uh, David. Ugh, what a horrible thing to have to go through. David, I'm feeling for you, man. Yeah. Good luck to you and your partner. That's, uh, that's I mean, it's hard enough, uh, but nice of your friends and family to add that whole, uh, that snooty religious element to it. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. How, yeah. Not helping. No. Not helping. Way to get some dickishness in while we're at our most vulnerable. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Appreciate you. Anyway. All right. Let us know how things go, David. I, keep us up to date. I want to know. I want to yeah. know how he. Yeah, how, please how, do. How he's doing. Anyway. All right. Do we have a, a voicemail? Yeah. This one, uh, we have a, a question uh, from, a, from uh, a listener. Okay. Hi. This is Andy from Michigan. Uh, I have a question for both of you. Are you two anti-theists? If so, does that seem a little destructive for the atheist movement in, as far as you want to destroy religion or eradicate religion? 
uh, let me know. And I hope you guys do a live show in Michigan. Thank you. Well, I'm going to first jump in and just say we'd love to do a live show in Michigan. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Uh, I. If, if no you guys, reason why we can't. Yeah, exactly. So, Other than we're not organizers, and uh, <laughs> all we need is an invite, and and then we'll come. Like, if you guys put something together, sure, well, let us know. Yeah. Uh, as for the other thing, I had to actually look up the word antitheism just because mm. I wanted to sort of really have an understanding of what the fuck we're on about. Right. And uh, it. it, it so Wikipedia says it is active opposition to theism. Mm. Um, it has a range of applications. Hmm. It means a lot of different things. Uh, yeah. One opposed to belief in the existence of God, says the OED. Hmm. I, I don't know. I, I'm not opposed to belief. I think life would be better on this earth were it to be eliminated. Mm. Uh, but it sounds kind of anti-theist, Dan. It does sound kind of anti-theist, yeah, but that's not me saying... I think that we should fight the churches to rid ourselves of the scourge. Or that we need some sort of spray, some spray. sort of anti-believer spray. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't know. Before we poo-poo this idea, let's, <laughs> let's just, uh, let's just know, spitball the, on I that one I think the Danes are on to say they might be focused on the wrong people. Right, right. The wrong group, maybe. Uh, dude, but I will use a much stronger a really, spray. Really good idea. <laughs> In some way no i mean i don't know like i i think my immediate knee-jerk reaction is no i don't i don't think that i'm anti-theist and yet you know it depend. i guess it depends on how you kind of frame it um, it does depend on how you frame because, it because i mean at the end of the day well i guess i'm i'm more pro atheist than i am anything right like i'm okay you know what i mean like this show more than anything, I think, promotes atheism. Positive atheism. Positive atheism. Right? Yeah. And we have our fun. We oh, we, we have our fun. We have our fun. Uh, we poke our fingers. We raise issue yeah. with, you know, things that we see in the world that, you know, we don't like that are religious. I mean, clearly, you know. And so I guess in some ways, we definitely do point out the problems with belief yeah and since that's the crux here yeah of the whole thing i guess in some ways like we are now if you mean it in some sort of like anti like actually go out and fighting for it in some sort of more militant way no. you know that's not really our thing no but you know where i'm at here's where i'm at i think that uh i think what I I do think the world is better the less superstition it has in it. Yes. The more reality-based all of our judgments are, yes. the better off we are as a culture, as individuals, etc. So right. in that sense, do, do I want to see religion gone? Yes. However, I, if you said, if I could snap my fingers and religion would just be gone today, would you right. do it? I might say no, or at least I would question that. And the reason is that I think that it fills certain psychological places hmm. for people. For certain people. And I feel like it needs to have smart replacement. Mm. And I feel like that's useful, and I feel like we're not there yet. I feel like right. those smart replacements have not, uh, have not come about. Have we not, need to address the issues of community. We need to address what the happens exactly issues when, of community. Doesn't, one doesn't have a religious community that they belong to, right? Exactly, because having a broad community that one interacts with 
in not a worky way and right. not a family way necessarily and but, where but but where there are different sorts and you have to kind of all like working that's a good thing i think i think it so feels too. like a good thing when, when and i think one that, encounters that and i think that there are people who don't have a place to have a conversation about morality ah outside of church right and that's a really important conversation that every human needs to be having and rehaving right on a semi-regular basis we so, need to we we need to check in with our our morality our sense of humanity all of that sort of stuff and so i don't think that eliminating religion right off the bat would be a good thing right i think we need to be investing in finding good replacements mm. for religion and then we can start moving people over and then yeah i want it gone i want it out yeah but with but replaced with things uh that are better is my personal feeling hmm. so there you go all right and i really want to do a live show in michigan it's my favorite state in the union. I've never been to Michigan. <laughs> like I've been to the Detroit really? airport. I've been yeah, I've been there through. I've been through there too. But I don't airports air, airports, airports are neutral ground. They're neutral ground. They don't count as the yeah. state. But yeah, who yeah. was I having that discussion with recently where it was like <laughs> how many states have you been to? And, and they were counting the airports they had gone through and I'm nope. like you haven't been to that state. Nope. Did you eat a meal at a restaurant in that in, in the town? airport? You know, no, like yeah. actually get out and yeah. like see something real. Nope. No. So you can't count that state. Yeah. So anyway, I'd love to, we, we'd love to come out to, to Michigan and help you destroy uh, religion while we're there. <laughs> and all belief. Yeah. <clears throat> Indeed. All right. Well, I have another voicemail. Oh, do we? Yeah. Great. Let's do that. Um, yeah. Let, let's just go ahead and, uh, and play this. Hey, Dad. Just listen to the last podcast, and I did realize that I thought it was hot shit and I was righteous for not voting for anybody. And I felt that you did a good job at convincing me to, you know what, I am going to suck it up. Appreciate the nudge. Thanks. He's going to suck it up. Suck it up. I've, I've been on a rampage on Facebook <laughs> lately about, because I am just fucking done with people thinking that, like, oh, no, but Hillary's the lesser of the two evils, and that's still evil. I'm still going to vote for evil. That's some bullshit right there. She's an amazing candidate, whether no matter who she's running against, and y'all need to just get behind it because, mm. because uh, that Trump guy is a, a disaster. It's, 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 he's a disaster now, and he's a, a real disaster waiting to happen if, yeah. if he gets... Uh, into uh, I don't political care. office. People get mad at us when we get too political on this show. I don't give a fuck. This isn't politics. I this don't is... feel like Donald Trump is political no. at this point. Like I'm <sighs> media folk who I res... who I've respected through the years. I've heard them break rank. Yeah, all over Donald Trump and actually say say things I never thought that I'd hear. Yeah, when you've got say. Dan Rather, yeah, like going off the rails uh yeah. the the journalistic rails and saying i don't ever go off the journalistic rails but fuck this shit yeah yeah and we're, go we're gonna do it well even an active journalist as well yeah like just yeah, unbelievable stuff yep. but anyway yep anyway uh we won't get too deep down that rabbit yeah. hole yeah 
Uh, but thanks for calling in. Uh, if you want... Yeah. yeah uh, do, what do we do here? Well, we need to thank someone. Oh, we've got thanking! Because we have... A new patron. A Patreon patron. On Patreon. And, and, and you hear that? Oh, yeah. The, the smooth vocal stylings. Of, the velvety <laughs> style, vo- voice <laughs> of Frank Phillip. Ooh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we have a new, uh, a new patron. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, this is uh, someone who will uh, have the, the benefit of uh, a commercial-free version of the show just because he's a patron on yeah. Patreon. Yeah. That goes to anyone for their, the amount that they donate. Uh, and uh, I had a question this week, and I didn't respond to it, um, that popped up on Patreon, of uh, will we... Are, is it, are, are people always going to have to go to Patreon to, to get this free version of the show, or can we set up like a private RSS feed? Uh, apparently, there's rumor... That, that this issue might get all fixed up with Patreon. We're waiting to see how the dust settles with that. Right. To see if we're going to do an RSS feed through Patreon. Right. So it's um, we're, we're working to make it easy, as easy as we possibly yeah. can for you. Just know that. Yeah. In the meantime, um, we, uh, y- yeah, you, there'll be, it'll just be a, a on the feed right. that you have to go to and Do, access on Patreon. Did you say the name of our new? And I'd like to thank the new donor. Okay. Eric. Eric. Awesome. Thank you, Eric. With his uh, patronage. Yeah. Uh, we're up to $260 an episode. Oh. So we're only $40 away from our, our goal. From our goal. $300. You guys. Per episode. Uh, please help us get to that goal. Uh, only $40 per episode away. That really puts us in a, in striking distance. That doesn't take very many people. Yeah. So you if know. you guys if you guys have been thinking about maybe donating... Uh, Gosh, we'd really appreciate it if you if you jumped in there because we got we got fun things coming down the pike for you. Yeah, uh, if you do. Yeah, uh, and if you want to do that, you can just go to thankgodimatheist.com, uh, click on the support page on the on, on the on the Patreon uh, button, and then you can you can sign up. You get to choose the level at which you support us. We're not dictating anything to you. Mm-mm. Although, if you do three dollars or more an episode, you get to hear our the Frank and Dan Diaries. Frank and Dan Diaries. Okay. Gonna be a thing. All right, or it is a thing. It's already it, it's, a thing. It's a thing. Boy, and people just keep talking about it. It's it's all the rage. So, Frank, Dan, uh. One last thing. I would just like for you to, to I, I just wanted to pitch something to you. Well, um, I don't want, I, I, I think that you'll really like this. How would you like to make s- just gobs, mountains of money mm. helping others? Oh, that sounds wonderful. I think, and I think that you can do it. Uh, I want you to be one of my reps. <laughs> Uh, I've started my own business. I want you to start your own business. Oh my. Uh, we're selling. That sounds ambitious. We're st- we- and, Sounds like and, a lot of work. Do I have to get a business license? No, 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 no. This is this is not work. All you're doing is having parties with your friends uh-huh. and telling them to buy our juice cards, uh, scents, hairspray, and uh, shampoo, and, and lip balm, vitamins. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, it's just like chatting with your friends and neighbors. Oh, it's wonderful, and they'll love it because 
You're helping them start their and own they business. Start their own business. They're going to make a fortune too. And they find people, then they start business. Yeah, you don't want to sell the product. This is not about selling product. It's about starting your own business. I'm sorry. Did I mention product? I didn't mean to. <laughs> I that's not that's not what I meant to talk about. Yeah, multi-level marketing. The the the, the whole ugh. formerly known as a kind of marketing that involves the that is named after uh, Egyptian giant tomb things and that involves federal prison right right <laughs> and that involves we can't even really like say though that word in the same sentence as these other places because they'll litigious this the shit out of us <laughs> uh however what it kind of looks like uh -huh. if you were to look at the structure of these companies oh imagine a triangle mm, if you would yeah where there's one or a few people at the top of that and uh -huh. all of the and they hire they get a bunch of people excited and they get each of them gets a bunch of people excited right. and the money flows upward well the difference between what you're talking about dan uh-huh and what these things are right dan uh is that in the little financial scheme that you're talking about uh, -huh. uh there is no product well, right. And in the scheme that I'm talking about, they are actually selling a product. Ish. <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> there is a product. Oh, yeah. Out there. Oh, hells yeah. Yeah. And that's why we can't say the the word that I'm not going to say. Right. Because it's not exactly that. But guess who's buying the product? People who want to get rich. Nobody has customers. So... Yeah. You're buying product oh, right, right. because uh, you're required to buy product. Anyway, here's the deal. Multi-level marketing uh, is huge. It's uh, it's Trump huge. Yeah. Here in the state of Utah. In Utah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh, ridiculous. All of them, all of the multi-level marketing uh, companies in the world have their conventions here in Utah. <laughs> uh, I don't know that you can say all. All is like a really... Every one of them. <laughs> Every single one of them. I, I, I can't say that all of them do, but there's a shit ton that are headquartered here. It's a steady stream. And uh, they like to have their conventions here. And right. it's remarkable. And the reason that we're bringing, one of the reasons we're bringing it up, here's the thing. Uh, Frank, you in your daily job come in contact with these people on a regular basis. And that's as specific as I want you to be about it. I'm not going to be any more specific about it. <laughs> but you're aware when they're all in town. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Because of oh, what, yeah. what you're doing, you're you're aware. Yeah. Uh, we recently had one, what was it, the cards one. Send, send out cards. Send out cards. <laughs> Which is like, <laughs> Woo! it's greeting cards. Like what? Yeah. You can actually make money just regular marketing greeting cards. Yeah. You don't need to multi-level greeting cards because they're just real. Yeah. They're just a thing. Yeah, but no, no, Dan, you but don't understand. It's, our vision is different. And that you know, is... I actually heard somebody who was involved. Oh, yeah. Uh, and in sort of the distributor side of these multi-level marketing things. And he saw them wholly for what they are, mm -hmm. right? And his line was, I don't care what the product is. I just sign up. I get the, the, the product. I could bury it in my backyard for all I care. Okay. Right? Because I'm building a downline. Right. And I want to be eligible to get the commission. Right. And the thing is, to be eligible to get the commission, you have to pay that $120 every month 
in your sort of auto shipment. Right. Like you have to commit. You have to be signed up to get product automatically every month in order to qualify for your downline's commissions. Right. Which means that what you're doing. Everybody in, in your downline is doing the same thing. Right. So you're getting a cut of all of their auto shipment. Yeah. So they're paying their hundred and something dollars a month. Yeah. You're getting your twenty off of that. Yeah. I can't remember. But if you have enough of down. them, then uh, then you're getting then at least your down at least your auto whatever is paid mm-hmm. for. And then if they have more, then you're getting your ten off of those guys. Yeah. And if they have more, then you're getting five off of them. Yeah. Anyway. Definitely not a pyramid scheme, no matter how you slice it. <laughs> you but, said the word, Dan. But the point here is, I said that it's not. It's not. <laughs> That's what I said. Uh, okay, so the point aside here, from the functionality of these things, uh, what's the point, Dan? It's Mormonism. <laughs> the point here is Mormonism. And be, this translates so well to Mormonism. Yeah. And most of them that are based here, most of the ones that start here, mm-hmm. incorporate Mormon like code words mm. deep into everything they do. Yeah. They probably start like... I would guess that most people who are building their downlines, uh-huh. you know, you have like a party and you invite all, all right. of your friends over and you say, I need to tell you about this thing. It's very important. Yeah. I'd like to open with a prayer. <laughs> most of them would do that. Yeah. What was the word that we saw? We were looking at Prompting. the at the sound send out cards site. Uh-huh. And they're like, send out a card every time you have a prompting. <laughs> No, they're not saying like a prompting of what. The, yeah, I mean, who like is, who's prompting? If you're asking them, they'll be like, "Oh, well, like you know, if you just suddenly think of grandma and you think, wouldn't it be nice if I just sent her a nice card?" Prompting. That's a prompting. But everybody who's been in Mormonism knows that a prompting is of the spirit. Yeah. Well, Dan, I want to really sell this point, and I think that video okay. that we had earlier really, really like people have to hear this. They have to hear how we can't play talk. all of it though. No, 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 no. We'll play. We'll play a snippet. Though. Play a snippet. Just, just, just play it. Okay. And, uh, okay. Hang on. We are living in the greatest era in the history of time. I have so much to give. So much inside of me trying to get out. Ideas, thoughts, possibilities, and the need to express my admiration to those around me. What is it that holds me back? What is it that ties me down? Think of the vast possibilities. What if we could revolutionize an industry? What if we could share in the wealth it creates? What if this possibility leveraged our giving hearts, but also rewarded us for sharing this movement with others? Is it possible that this could create a global gathering of positive, happy people? They're talking about greeting cards. about sending out greeting cards. Jesus Christ! (laughs) You should hear when they're talking about juice, Dan. (laughs) Yeah. It's the same thing. Here's the thing. One of the big revolutions in Utah was somebody discovered that there's the worst tasting fruit in the world (laughs) on the other side of the world that no one wants any part of. No. Uh, Like, all the natives would laugh at you if you tried to eat this fruit because it's terrible. Right. Animals reject these fruits. Yes. But 
They made juice out of they it. They made juice out of it that tastes just as bad as the fruit. Well, they tried to doctor it up. I know they put in like some grape juice. Some OJ or whatever. Some, yeah, there's some other there's some other juices in there and they tried they they really did they did their darndest. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's no, still it's, awful. It's it's awful. And I think that's actually a selling point because it like well, nothing you, good for you tastes good. If you drink something that tastes terrible, then the only then yeah, but through the logic of backwards, uh, <laughs> the only re- reason why you could possibly be doing that is because it's healthy for you. Right, 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 right. Why else would you be subjecting yourself yeah, to this shit? No, it makes total sense. Uh, noni is is one of the big fruits. Yeah, uh, they love that shit. There's a few companies built up around that. Yes, yeah. um, and again. It's it's just they they'll they come up with a whole line of products. They make it seem as legit as possible. Mm-hmm. And you know the fact of the matter is they do try to take the burden of the, the of the bullshit off of you. I think in theory because like they they don't want they really 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 I don't think I think they know that if they just keep sending you juice every month <laughs> that you're gonna tire of it. Uh huh. But if you can get your shampoo. And some lotion <laughs> and some vitamins that you think you need to take yeah. and some other just like personal some essential oils, you know, and, 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 and sell you on sort of this, the, the fact that you are, you'd be spending money on shampoo anyway. Yeah. Now, okay. You can argue that you'd be, you, you don't normally spend, you know, this much money on shampoo. $23 a bottle. Yeah, exactly. For not a very, for a month supply right. or whatever. I mean, that's. That's a bit to spend. That is salon prices, maybe. Right. Um, and they'll argue that point. It's not a salon product. No. By any stretch of the imagination. No, it's probably um, made out of like the residue that comes in the manufacturing of <laughs> Jello or something. Sure. It's just there's so, yeah, whatever it is. Uh, they put a little bit of the juice in it so that they can say that it that it you know works one part of the noni. Actually, whatever. they can't say anything. Except noni, yeah, because it has noni in it. If they make claims, right, then they're then they're in trouble, right. The company doesn't make claims, but let me tell you, those distributors do. Oh, sure, they do. They, 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 they'll bring you in close, and they'll whisper to you. No, I'm not. No, technically, I'm not supposed to say this. Oh no, but they'll put it on their then, website, and then they, <laughs> and then they, they'll tell you a story about, you know, their knee was all jacked up, or right. whatever. And it just wasn't healing. The, and we're talking about like joint damage. Yeah. Uh, and then they started taking the noni. The noni, and they 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 did a little topical rub of the juice. Oh, that's on nice. their knee as sure. well. Sure. And gone. It, it healed. Their knee was gone. Their knee healed. <laughs> and also, the, their uncle. The miracle of the fact that you know sometimes our bodies heal. Heal. No. 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 <laughs> Because let me tell you something, my uncle had cancer, uh huh, and he was having a really rough time, and uh, it didn't. It looked like he was going to die, uh huh. And all it took was a daily shot, just a shot, not a glass, just uh-huh. a shot of noni, uh huh, and chemotherapy, and he was cured. <laughs> that is, he is cancer Thank free now. God for that noni. The noni is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that the other tie-in that's important uh, with these uh, network marketing things is that Mormons, many of them, do a thing for two years mm. that you did, yeah, which is go door to door 
and network market their goddamn religion. I can, yeah, I learned some skills. Yeah, for those two years, I uh, as much as it makes my skin crawl, I can talk to you about whatever. Yeah, I really can, and I, I it, it's strange. I think it, it's helped me, like, as a documentary film producer. I'll bet because I can sit there and talk to you. Yeah, and and I'm being genuine. You know, sure. I'm not faking it or anything, but like, um, it taught me to tap into a place. You yeah. know, and to, and, uh, and for another project, not this most recent one, uh, I needed, this was during the proposal writing phase. Mm-hmm. I needed to get in contact with people who lived along a specific freeway corridor because there was some concern about this road being built. Right. right? And so, you know, I, one of, one of the producers at the station heard that I did this. She was just like, I, I, it never would have even crossed my mind. I went door to door. Boom, baby. I found the neighborhood on the map, went up there, <laughs> got out of my car, started at one end of the street, worked that side of the street, worked the other side of the street coming back. Like I it just it didn't it didn't even phase me. It right. seems so natural that one would have little business cards, <laughs> you know, and a little flyer printed yeah. up, you know, and just go and just just work it and talk to people. Yep. And I found so many amazing contacts that way. It's it's like a it skill. Worked. Like it's, it, a, it's skill a skill set. And like when applied for good, <laughs> or maybe when applied for something that exists in the real world, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of amazing. You know, it is amazing. I and the other thing about Mormons is that they are like always encouraged to go to each other's homes, yeah. and like they, you know, they have all of these, all of these mechanisms in which they sort of invite themselves into each other's homes. Yeah, uh, and so all of that feels totally natural to them. Yeah, come on over to my house and and talk to me about this thing. Yeah, yeah. so and basic networking. Yep. You know, because yep. that's something that mission teaches you too. Yeah. Missionaries don't use that skill very much, but that's the one that works. Yep. So, yeah. But nonetheless, so, so um, what we've got here, I think, Frank, what we've yeah. discovered is these are not pyramid schemes. <laughs> these are cults. Yeah. We have cults. No, they, 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 they're cults without a religious belief. Oh, and by but the they way. They believe... In a in a religiousy sort of way, yes, they, I've heard them bear their testimonies to each other. Oh yeah, like it's unbelievable. Yeah, you get a you get a group of these people uh, together around a table, and they start preaching. Yeah, they start extolling virtues and and telling you their deep, deep, deeply felt beliefs about these yeah. things. Yeah, none of it's backed up by anything except you know their their desire to believe it. Right. That's all they got. Uh, it's just an interesting thing. Like, it's just an interesting parallel to religion. The fact that there's this get rich quick thing. Mm-hmm. It's the prosperity gospel. Oh, yeah. Uh, writ in uh, in greeting card form. <laughs> it's so weird. It's the weirdest shit, it's you guys. Weird. It's weird. It's that. It's essential oil. That, the greeting cards, though, are perhaps the funniest weirdest of them it's it's like unique it's the right one now i'm just i'm 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 like because it doesn't matter what the product is right but they normally always go for like these health and beauty products right anything right. that you can just sort of that the, the anti-aging cream that it, and, it just has this sort of very nebulous 
uh, use or, yeah. or and and you can't really figure out like oh did it do anything did it not do it? like it's it's all very woo and yeah. very sort of like uh, like well you can't test it i can test a greeting card yeah i know what a greeting card does and it's probably going to be the reason why the greeting card company doesn't really i mean i'd be surprised if we hear about send out cards in five years you know yeah because they're just unless they've like like switched their business model right you know a little bit yeah if they just, yeah if they pivot to a standard business model they could still exist. They, they might do fine. But as far as like keeping the imagination of all these multi-level, these MLM types, yeah, no, I don't see it. How, because how many? They don't. How this guy is trying so hard in this video to make you feel it, right, and make you believe it. That's and a, it's like yeah, but at the end of the day, it's just a fucking greeting card, right? Whereas, and you're if, requiring me like don't there. I mean, like when you when you sign up, you're required yeah. to send X number of greeting cards per month. Well, or at least or pay some, for them, right? Yeah, yeah. and uh, the uh, yeah, I wonder how that works technically, but nonetheless, um, but you can feel woo about a juice. Yeah, that's the thing. This is wooless, and I don't think it works. Well, and he's using the ling- like the wooiest of language. Like somehow, this greeting card company is going to save the world. <laughs> I know. I don't know if you guys know this, but somehow, and we we haven't really sorted it all out <laughs> totally yet, but we know for a fact, a, an actual fact, yeah, that somehow love is going to prevail. Yeah, because greeting cards. Well, this is yeah. You're supposed to send them out with business, like he's, he's saying here. Yeah. Don't just don't just like have a transaction. Tell them you care, <laughs> right? And it's like yeah. if I got one of those, I'd be totally fucking weirded out. I get cards from businesses all the damn time, and it's just like, oh, good. Somebody, it's like somebody sent something to me and said, hey, hey, you throw this away. <laughs> I don't want to. I just, I just, I accidentally printed my logo on this. <laughs> Can you put it in your garbage, please? Thanks. All right. Well, if you guys want to start, uh, in, if you guys want to be a part of our downline, ah, uh, so, please, because yeah, I just signed up for send out cards now. Good, good, good. I think guess what you're getting. <laughs> Got to get some cards, if, Dan. Hey, let me tell you something, kids. If you want a personal card from Frank and Dan. All you have to do is sign up in our downline. Uh, uh, the way to do that is to write to us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail message, 424-666-8442. Yeah, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. And while you're on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. Right. become a close group. It is a close we'll group. we'll let you in. Yeah. Become one of the best people in the world by donating to us. Uh, that's thankgodimatheist.com, and then you just click on the donation button. And, of course, thank you so much for everybody who's already done that. And thank you to Mackenzie for all of her help on Facebook. Yes, and thank uh, thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of this beautiful music. And thank you, dear listener, for it's, listening. It's so nice when you do. And, uh... Expect a card in the mail. Yep, it's coming. Bye!